0: You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. good morning. Happy Friday, Mike. Oh, thank you. A little bit dark yesterday with the GDP. Yeah, let's talk GDP, shall we? Look, first of all, for all listeners out there, GDP stands for Gross Domestic Product. And if you're wondering what it is, it measures the value of all finished goods and services. So it's a measure of production and for a long time, it's been a barometer of economic health. I mean, there have been suggestions that we should have other barometers of the economic health of our country. For the moment, it's the one that's used. So at the headline level, uh, GDP was softer. It was lower than expected. It fell 0.6% for the last quarter of last year. Now, private forecasters were predicting a fall. They, they were predicting it would be under zero, but not as big as this. And um, I would remind you that at the February monetary policy statement, the Reserve Bank was forecasting this to come in at a 0.7% gain. Now, you may also remember that the third quarter GDP, remember that surprised to the upside, we had the sort of bumper number, then 2% growth, that's been revised down to 1.7%. And a number that sort of got a little bit lost in all the conversations yesterday, Mike, GDP per capita, which has been suggested as a better measure, it was worse, it fell 0.9%. From the point of view of listeners, you know, you were actually living in this. This was your life in the last quarter of last year. So, you know, it is somewhat academic because it's so historical. But what does it mean for the here and now? Well, I think you can say that economic momentum, you know, is waning, it's declining. But to what degree it's declining, I don't think we can say yet. I mean, looking at a bit of detail, services were weaker than expected. Goods producing industries were stronger than expected. Uh, growth in uh, primary industries were weaker than expected. Manufacturing sector was quite weak though, 1.9% uh, for there. Now, does this mean that the RBNZ backs off the monetary policy pedal? That's what everyone's asking. Well, You know, prior to this, Mike, I was worried that 5.5% might not be the peak in the official cash rate. I'm probably less worried about that now, but it's just not that simple because there's still an imbalance between supply and demand and the labour market is still very tight. I mean, would you say there's pressure on wages at the moment? 100%. Um, Yeah, there's still pressure on wages, and so the adverse weather events will still have an inflationary impact, but it sends a signal. Look, I think it's a reasonable supposition that as economic momentum wanes, demand should reduce. So while in the short term, you're still going to get inflationary numbers that are higher than the RBNZ would like to see. To borrow a phrase from the Federal Reserve, if you look at the totality of data, and let's just have a think about that, if you consider global concerns of financial stability, you consider the adverse weather effects, the lagged effects of the rate increases that we've already seen, a lower GDP starting point, it feels reasonable... For the RBNZ to move to a 25 basis point hike, and that's on the 5th of April, by the way. But, Mike, I have to, I have to admit, I'm worried about the second half of this year. No I'm worried about, you know, I'm worried about a harder landing, uh, and I'm worried about the potential for the RBNZ to have to change direction. Remember, you know, it's highly likely that a whole bunch of people are going to be paying more in tax at the end of this year as well. If, um, you know, if government policy stays the yeah, way, I think it'll go exactly yeah. so, right. How the markets handle it all? Oh week? my Why? gosh. Oh, what a week. Been a wild ride. So look, plenty of headlines, plenty of movements, uh, stress levels rising, anxiety levels lifting. It did seem just a little bit too easy to just move on from Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. And look, I think the problems there weren't systemic. There were some worrying signs. So I talked about that lingering smell. Um, So that infected confidence in credit. Swiss Bank, and just on that front, Mike, yesterday Swiss National Bank stepped in to provide support. So it's vital to keep that confidence up. But very, very quick recap on markets, because you could be forgiven for thinking that we're descending into a vast trough of Armageddon. But if you look at the S&P 500, now it gained 6% in January, lost sort of 2.5% in February, but this month so far it's only down 0.8%. Yeah, it had a bad week last week, but it's up 2% this week. But certain sectors have moved, banking sector very bumpy. NZX50, again we gained 4.3% in June, fell 0.6% in February, it's down 1.64% this month, but it's above where it was at the start of this year. The Aussie market has been more volatile, but remember, Banking stocks make a big part of that index, so it is, has been affected more. And they're probably about flat on the year. interest rates has been wild. US rates have been all over the shop. But i just point out, uh, we've seen similar action in New Zealand rate, but wholesale rates had been headed much higher in February. If I look, say, the two-year rate, at one stage it was above 55 It's down below 5%. So the point is, Mike, the market at the moment is resilient in the face of what I call a lot of headline anxiety. OK, numbers, please. Okay, so we've got we've got green numbers in front of us this morning. The Dow Jones is up three hundred and ten points, just under one percent. Three two one eight two is the number at the moment. The S and P five hundred up sixty six points. That's a one point seven percent gain overnight. Three nine five seven. And the Nasdaq up two percent, two hundred and twenty nine points, eleven thousand six hundred and sixty three. The FTSE one hundred gained point eight nine percent overnight. Seven four one zero. The close there. The Nikkei was down point eight. Shanghai Composite lost 1.1%, 3,226. The ASX 200, uh, yeah, got hit a bit yesterday, 1.46%, 4,6965. But we responded positively in New Zealand. We were up 82 points. 0.7%, 0.7%, 11,699. One Kiwi dollar, a little bit weaker again this morning, 0.6175 against the US, 0.9283 Aussie, 0.5817 euro, 0.51 exactly against the pound, 82.4 in Japanese yen. Uh, gold has come back a little bit, $1,915. And Brentford up a little bit, but still a lot lower than where we started this week, $74.63. Have a great one, mate. Jmywealth.co.nz, Andrew Kelleher.